Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. GarageLogic podcast number 117, March 15th, 2019. I've told you about that spring of 2012. Golf courses were opening right as we speak, right on this date. It was 73 degrees on this day in 2012 and 10 below in 1897. And now... From the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. At least 49 people were killed in mass shootings at two mosques full of worshipers attending Friday prayers. This is in New Zealand on what the prime minister called one of New Zealand's darkest days. What could have what what could be darker than this? I wonder what she means. I, I wonder what's number two now. One of New Zealand's darkest days. It's New Zealand. Right. Nothing ever happens in New Zealand. I can't possibly imagine that this isn't the darkest possible day in the history of the country. One man was arrested and charged with murder in what appears to be a planned racist attack. Uh, Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said the events in Christchurch represented an extraordinary and unprecedented act of violence and that many of the victims could be migrants or refugees. In addition to the dead, she said more than 20 people were seriously wounded. It is clear that this can now be only described as a terrorist attack, Ardern said. Police took three men and a woman into custody, which shocked people across the nation of... How many people in New Zealand? Uh, let's see here. Five million. Five mil? Five million. Wow. There's more people in the metropolitan area of Minnesota than there is in the entirety of New Zealand. Wow. A lot of their uh, tragedies have been from tsunamis, earthquakes... Or shipwrecks. All right. Well, I would I would think that they'll come to realize this is the darkest day. Because no one would have anticipated this in a country as peaceful as New Zealand. Well, plus, this was not an accident. That makes it even more of mm-hmm. a tragedy that this was done on purpose. This isn't going to help the world, is it? No, New Zealand's kind of neutral. They don't really have a... Uh, it seems like if you go there, they would be just hunky-dory. Well, I've never been there. Ben Shapiro had an interesting tweet about this. Mm-hmm. He basically said, uh, "Don't name the terrorist. Don't release the the soliloquy or whatever he the the, the document that he said. Don't don't." Well, he live streamed this. He wants celebrity start uh, stuff. And that's what status. Ben Shapiro is saying is, "Don't give this to him. Right? Keep keep this guy anonymous because that's what they that's what he wants." Well, maybe that's working because I have not seen his name. I haven't either. White guy, I know that. But but can we do that? Can we do what? Can we keep him anonymous? We can. Uh, news gatherers in general will not. But should 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 they? Uh, 
Well, they're in the news business. No, they're, you need to know the perpetrator. But you don't need to, uh, you don't need to hammer it home constantly. The arrested was Jim Smith, 49, of uh, originally from Australia, period. You know, I don't know. I don't but know what to tell you. They'll go further to find out uh, where he lives. Is his apartment booby or, or home booby trapped? And they'll keep looking for more information on him. And that's where the celebrity comes in. If you say it's Jim Smith, he's 70 years of age and he's an idiot, and then it goes away, then his, his stardom is, is minimized. It's just uh, another example of uh, life not being held with uh, sanctity. I don't care who, what life, I don't care what ethnicity, I don't care what religion you are. There's no value. Life is losing its value in this world. And uh, in London, where they have extraordinarily prohibitive gun laws, there are uh, so many knifings that a, uh, a member of parliament even proposed to have uh, GPS tracking devices installed in every knife which is impossible. It can't right. be done. But it doesn't matter. It's not the weapon. It's the decline of mm-hmm. sanctity. It's the decline of moral and ethical integrity. And it's everywhere in the world. It's not just the United States. It's now Christchurch, New Zealand. Isn't that something? It really is. It's shocking. Not that there's a place where you expect that it would, could, or should happen, but New Zealand would have been probably the last place I ever were thought of. I I didn't. It's it's reminiscent of the fellow in uh, Norway mm. who took out the summer camp of kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, his thesis or his uh, statement or his proclamation was somewhat reminiscent of the fellow in Norway who uh, was angry at immigrants. I'm about to say something that's pretty dark, but well, it's you'd have to go a ways to beat this. But if this person's goal if the end game of the the monster that did this in new zealand was to get fame simply because of this tragedy Mm -hmm. all right follow me here yeah because of how dark and how evil a lot of the world has already become yep you're just another name of another person that's committed another crime like this you aren't going to be famous because of this no which which i think is entirely sad because we have too many of these i told you monday Hollywood's got a big problem. They can't make anything frightening. You, yeah, you're right. They just can't make anything frightening. Because the world is too, too frightening. Yeah. I, I watched that ridiculous, silly movie about a large shark. And, I, and the thought that occurred to me is, compared to the world, you can't make this shark frightening enough. I don't care about a big fish. You just had a lunatic, uh, evil devil strike in New Zealand, kills 49 people, wounds 20. Even, and that was including kids. Little kids. And uh, Alexandria Occasional Cortex has even linked herself to it. I I don't really want to even talk about her, but she's the face of your Democratic Party, people. Just like Ilhan Omar is your face in the 5th District. These are the new leaders of your Democratic Party. She, uh, She mocks the idea that anyone should pray for the people in New Zealand. This, wow, she's not humorous, is she? She's uh, she's an insult to the. What did she say? Why, well, why I'll would get she to mock? it right here. She said, "What uh, is wrong with her?" Well, she's an she's an unstable woman. She's a. I think every an adult child, Republican or Democrat, chose to uh, 
to send prayers if there was a tragedy in the United States of America. In what the freshman congresswoman later described as a slam on the National Rifle Association, occasional cortex questioned the usefulness of thoughts and prayers during a tragedy. Shortly after the news broke, Ocasio uh, uh, addressed comments made by the New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern. In her remarks, Ardern mentioned that her thoughts were with those grieving over the deadly mass killing. Occasional Cortex tweeted, uh, At first I thought of saying, imagine being told your house of faith isn't safe anymore, but I couldn't say imagine because of Charleston, Pittsburgh, Sutherland Springs. What good are your thoughts and prayers when they don't even keep the pews safe? Well, uh, well, there's a non-believer. She issued a second tweet attempting to clarify her first after receiving criticism. Uh, she's really revealing herself mm-hmm. to be the fool that she is. For sure. And, uh, and if, Do you think if, the voters of New York, what have we got? Is she here? What, another she claimed year? The, she claimed that the thoughts and prayers is reference to the NRA's phrase used to deflect conversation away from policy change during tragedies, not directed to New Zealand PM Ardern, who I greatly admire. Well, she's lying there. She's well, lying. She's covering big her yeah. 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 She's a liar on top of all her other faults. She's a she's she's becoming despicable. It, it, it's one thing to have a laugh with her in her Green New Deal and no airplanes mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But she's revealing herself to be just a bad guy. Remember, women can be guys. Yeah, a gal can be a guy. You know, and, when, and that's the worst thing you can say about somebody. They're, they're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. She's a bad guy. She's a bad guy. But you're right. I mean, the, the longer she continues to babble this nonsense, the more she's going to reveal her true identity. And that will be her own undoing. Mm-hmm. Will she get another term, do you think, or will she be seen ineffective by uh, those out east? By the way, on Ash Wednesday, she appeared to have a, the cross of ashes on her forehead. What? Mm-hmm. So Was she what, raised Roman Catholic? I, uh, apparently. Or uh, I, I, who gets the ashes? Are they uh, Ashes are not confined to Catholicism. No, they, I, your Lutherans do. Well, uh, she's probably Catholic. Uh, she's Hispanic, right? Isn't her ethnicity... Uh, I believe so. Hispanic to some degree. Look at that. You write OC in Google, and her name pops up. Right. Of course. So uh, I don't know what that says of her. Uh, she She's going to cover her bases by going to get ashes, but if you want to pray, she's mocking you because it doesn't do any good. She's a bad guy. Just a bad guy. <laughs> I didn't want to do this today. I want to. It's St. Patrick's Day. Right. Man. We're kind of, hey, what's up? It's Sid's birthday. He's 99, 99 today. God bless you, Sid. Happy birthday. We'll, have, he, we'll have Patrick on later. Yep, yep. I'm sure he'll Patrick will join thoughts. us in about, in about 45 minutes. Yes. Yes, sir. I say Sid will make it to about 105. He's got the good boiler. He's got a hell of a boiler. <laughs> yeah, he really does. Yep. I mean, and when you can people. eat a whole bowl of cold Thousand, Thousand Island, Island <laughs> dressing and think it's soup, you got a hell of a boiler. <laughs> Didn't even bother him. He was uh, he was even working yesterday. He was at the Vikings press conference. Yep. Started selling newspapers on the corner. Man, mm-hmm. what a run! He was called Blackie. Why, why was he called? Well, that? he had a very dark complexion. Okay. Yep. Mm. Probably didn't, from being out on the uh, had, had, on the stoop. Had, or on didn't the, didn't have much of a home life without dad, and and uh, you know I think he was very close to his mother, and he he was the supporter of the family. Man, hustling newspapers. Yep. And he. Uh, he apparently uh, was taken under the wing of somebody at the Tribune, and Sid always claims he got the best corners. 
you know, like <laughs> sixth, seventh, oh, yeah. fifth, and Nicholas. And, and, uh, he went where the action was. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a side note, Cortez was born into a uh, Catholic family. All right. It's a bad guy. Another one is a bad guy? Yep. Then I can maybe... I got a few stories about the bad guys, but then maybe we can turn it around. Not that it could become entirely a positive Friday. Right, but maybe just maybe the meter is 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 leaning that way. This uh screwball named Beto O'Rourke. Uh is, uh, is he the new hero? He's jumped into the ring. Yeah. And he was standing on a table in an Iowa coffee shop and, and anybody know, looking for ranch? I would just wish these people <laughs> would go away. But uh where do you think he stands on climate change? Uh, he oh, come on. buys into it hook, line, and sinker, my guess is. Mm-hmm. And he wants to work with Democrats and Republicans, but that's one of the first things he wants to solve, I bet. Uh, well, I'm going to give you the... Uh, he thinks that the people who fight climate change are analogous to the soldiers who stormed the beaches at Normandy. Nope. Um, nope. Aren't you tired of these sick people? I'm serious. This borders. A, this is mental illness to me. I'm not, I'm not being facetious. This is mental illness. Yeah, that's a groin kick, bud. That's oh, a gro- yeah, that's, that's a, a good one. Bro. That's a good one. Groin that kicking. deserves this. In fact, look for the audio. Look for the we audio. For it's the probably audio. available. The cable uh, uh, TV networks. They're lapping this guy up. They follow him around like occasional cortex. You're kidding. Well, I guess he's good looking. He reminds people of a young Kennedy or something. Let's give him one for. Here's for the army. Oh, yeah, but I want you to find the audio. I'm looking for it oh, right now. All right. That's for the. Uh, which one was that? That was army. This is navy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Marines. Air Force. Don't forget uh, Marines, the Marines. Yeah, Marines. <laughs> Don't forget the parachute. The parachute guys. Air Force. The Air paratroopers. Force. Airborne, my lady. Airborne, my lady. How about the the uh, the uh, guys running the landing crafts? Yeah. Ooh. How about uh, the Merchant s- Marine guys? Tom yeah, Gallagher. Yes. Put it in. Yeah. How about the How about for all the thousands of white crosses in France? Do you know anyone who's died fighting climate change? No. And what is it that you would be fighting? I don't know the enemy of climate change. What, what, you, what would you be fighting? What weapon would you use? Those guys had guns and bayonets and all the, sorts the of stuff. He says he doesn't believe in climate change. Uh, I don't know how many countries there are on the face of the planet, 192 muscle metals. Um, how could we, who used to be the indispensable nation, be the only country that has removed itself from any obligation to work with anyone on perhaps the most pressing problem? If you think of our leadership, those who preceded us, right? Those who were on the beaches in Normandy, those who faced an existential threat to Western democracy and our way of life, they showed us the way. We, we can all come together, we can unite, we can marshal the resources, and we can convene the countries of the world around otherwise unsolvable problems. To that, do that's what? That's who we are. That's why they call us the Fight. indispensable nation. Well, that moment is now for us on this issue. So if there's a time to reassert global Growing, Stop this fruitcake. That kick deserves this. <laughs> what I'd like to What's see today? him. 3-15-19. This goes into the groin kicking final, and that will be a contender for the groinies at the end of 2019. Wow. I would love to see him go make that same speech at a VA hospital. Or a VFW hall. My God. Well, 
there, not much can be really said about that. Uh, <sighs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Say, I got to read a letter. You made it up. How offended no, would you be? No, I didn't a, make that up. I don't make things up. I know. Huh? I mean, the climate change guys are getting off those those floating. But if they made it out of the water, they were wet. They saw a big fort, a big fortress of a hill there where yeah. they were sitting ducks. And he's comparing these climate change fighters to people storming the Normandy beach. I, we have a, a good fan. We have a listener named Tim Werner, and I, I, I don't want him to think I'm ignoring him. He wrote me an email, and mm-hmm. I think it's fair play for me to read it. Okay. Uh, uh, because obviously we can't engage him in a phone conversation, right? right, right. And, and I hope he's not offended that I read this. I think he's very well-meaning. Joe, I'm a longtime listener and have always enjoyed your common-sense approach to issues of the day, from the destruction of the academy to the hypocrisy of Mysterians to the separate classes in the salon. Your thinking is spot-on, and your point of view is always entertaining. I agree with nearly all of your rulings, nearly all. The one topic where your lack of common sense and intractability is glaringly obvious is climate change. Now, being a conservative libertarian, I'm inclined to agree with your thought that the government is always looking for new revenue streams, and climate change on the surface seems like another boondoggle for insatiable politicians. But just because the government is out of control doesn't mean man-made climate change isn't occurring. So being analytical, I skeptically dove deeper into the science, and it's very clear when you look at the science, actual data, not modeling, that man actually has contributed significantly to the carbon dioxide and methane increases that have led to historic warming. It's pretty obvious. Let me stop right there. I don't think we're experiencing, I have not read anything that suggests we're experiencing historic warming. Uh, I don't I mean not... just, I mean, it, obviously we're not right here in Minnesota, right. but... Uh, I've got got some uh, ice out data later that's very interesting. My suggestion to you is read a book on climate change. I would suggest A Farewell to Ice by Peter Wadhams. It's a very clear synopsis of man-made warming effects where trends are likely heading and, most importantly, potential solutions. That's the part I like the best. Here's a scientist who has studied Arctic ice for 50 years who is not just ringing alarm bells in order to get more funding. He actually proposes solutions to the warming, scientific geoengineering solutions, not just get rid of cars and cows nonsense. I think you'd find his solutions very interesting. Because I've listened to you daily for many years, I know your answers to this topic are, what's the temperature supposed to be, and the climate is always changing. These are trite sound bites. And here's the important thing. Just because the climate is always changing doesn't mean that man isn't having an effect at this time. I'm actually shocked that someone as curious as you is not willing to go beyond bumper sticker slogans on a topic that is this important. I I think, uh, Tim, I've I've done better work than to give you bumper sticker slogans. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to yeah, accept yeah. that one. Now, one thing I've noticed is that you rarely give the dissenting points of view much time on your show. Well, didn't we just have on the scientist from Maryland? Yes, and people yeah, who you made Kenny be quiet. Yeah, people I, who disagree. I, I, Tim, I, I had Kenny class. turn off his microphone. Yep, to give the guy as much time as he wanted. Yes. and we had a civil conversation. Yes, I ended up. I Tim, what the thought I ended up with, and I'll ask you, and you can email me back. I'll email you. I'm not saying I won't read this book. By the way, you're right. I am curious, but the thought I had talking to that scientist. That's when we came up with the idea of what other discipline in life allows you. To be so uh, whimsical, <laughs> what, right? Right. What, but but sound like you're speaking with authority. You know, the doctor can't say, 
you know, I think if I cut right there, yeah. I, I'd find an this artery. Is what, right. Maybe. I, <laughs> I might I'm, get I'm not sure. I might get it. I'll, I'll, chances are. <laughs> uh, okay. But with climate change, the fact checkers' parents are away for the summer. One thing I've noticed is that you rarely give dissenting points of view much time in your show. That's that's not true. Uh, I'm more. I've I've asked uh, a, a climate change activist professor at St. Thomas. I've asked him to come on, and and he won't. And and we had a very civil exchange uh, uh, in mm-hmm. email. And I, I said that. I said. Sir, you're more than welcome uh, to come on. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a civil human being. I'm not going to. I don't bring people on to set them up. Right. Never have. I never. I don't. I don't even know how. And that's and that's the point. I think Tim needs to understand is oftentimes requests are sent for people with opposing views to come mm-hmm. on their show, but oftentimes people don't because they don't want to be involved with someone that. They disagree with, which is a shame because you're exactly the opposite of that. I would ask you to. We don't need to pat me on the back. No, because because a lot of people yeah, don't know. Stop they need, that immediately. They need clarity on that. He said, "I would ask you to do a service to your audience in this case. Challenge them to learn more instead of hiding behind convenient and trite sound bites. I'm not hiding behind anything. I have deep beliefs about this. Use your influence to help bring people along to actually learn something and make a difference. Please read this book and give your thoughts during your podcast. Whether you agree with the book or not, your opinions carry." weight, and this would be a new compelling ground to cover on your podcast. Uh, I, I will make an attempt to read the book. Uh, I'll have uh, people, I have people who order books for me on Amazon because I don't know how. Yep. So I'll, I'll have this order for me. Uh, P.S. My proposal to fund solutions to warming without collecting one new dollar of tax money, shift the entire NASA budget, $21 billion annually, and mission to develop geoengineering solutions to combat global warming. What's more urgent and important, exploring space or saving our own planet? And and that's where I uh, part ways with someone who has decided that this is something that he believes in strongly, which you are, Tim, you are certainly entitled to. I don't think uh, man is capable of ruining the planet. I do, I do not think we're we're not capable of it. Unless we uh, figure out a way to completely destroy it with nuclear weapons. Uh, right. That would be the only way we could destroy the planet. We I have mean, some it, problems. If, 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 a, if that caldera erupts in Yellowstone, the planet will essentially be destroyed for quite some time. Man will have had nothing to do with that. Right. We cannot destroy the planet. We are not bigger than nature. That blowing up is, would not be a result of uh, plastic straws? Or take out. Then he wrote again, he said to, to Chris Reavers, he said, I know this letter will be unpopular with Joe, but I hope he at least reads it. It's not unpopular. I, I'm more than happy to uh, to take letters from critics. That's fine. I'm just saying, he ain't Rush Limbaugh over here, you know. Uh, he said, this is important. Being wrong has dire consequences. Uh, okay. I, Tim, I'm going to get the book. I'm going to get the damn book. All right, so since they patted you on the back, can we spend the rest of the show yeah. ripping you? Now let's yes. carve them okay. up. All right, go. What's the name you of the suck. book? I thought he had it included in a link there. I got it. It's uh, That's your address. How the World Was Ruined by People. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> a catchy name, though. I'd be right to the point. And I uh, I hope Tim isn't gone off the deep end of the point of being like Beto O'Rourke. No, Tim's a, Tim's a regular listener a, and contributor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where in the hell is the name of the book? Something about ice. It was in the letter. A farewell to ice. Let me circle it. I'll get the boss to order that for me. A farewell to ice by Peter Wadhams. All right. It's 
Get boys Look at circle this. Circle. I will get the book. I will get the book. We'll be back. A farewell to fire and ice. Are you ready for a different point of view? Say, this is Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk. I'm here, as always, to answer your questions on stocks, bonds, mutual funds, what you should be doing with your retirement dollars. But, of course, you do have to give me a call at 952-925-5608. With much market volatility on the horizon, you're going to need some help. So give me a call at 952-925-5608. You always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice from me. Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. I'm here to help you personally set your portfolio to deal with this upcoming volatility. So make a point to give me a call for a no cost, no obligation, 48 minute review at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Cesar. Uh, Tim. Uh, Tim Werner. And I am. I appreciate your email, if you're listening. And I don't mean this, I don't mean this uh, in a smart aleck way at all. I'm going to order the book. Uh, tell me what you're doing. Are you leading the life of Pedro Luca? You've all, you know who I'm talking about, Pedro. I mean, do you, have you gotten rid of your car? Do you have a furnace? Do you have air conditioning? Do you have a, do you have appliances? Do you have? A, I mean, what are you doing? I'm not, I don't mean that in a mean spirited way. You're saying what adjustments have what, you made? What, yeah. I, I I think GLers, and I would include Tim. I think GLers lead conscientious lives. Mm-hmm. We're last droppers. You know, I attach the outgoing bar of soap to the new bar of soap. Right. So does Warren Buffett. You still use a bar of soap? Yeah. What the hell do you use, you woman? Oh, you, you punch it out of the thing. You I don't the, do that. I got soap. Punch it? What are you talking no, but about? Dial. I use dial. Tim, email. What are you doing? I We're all, and I bet he's as conscientious as the rest of us. That's about all we can be is conscientious. You know, we recycle, and China doesn't even want our stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, one size rarely fits anyone. That's why. Uh, that's why you get a burger with or without pickles. Sometimes right? uh, I like it with pickles. Yeah, please. well, that's why Federated Mutual Insurance Company tailors its insurance programs to your individual business or industry. Property, casualty, life, disability, income. Their marketing reps get to know you, the business owner, and your operation, and that allows them to customize the coverage you need. Right there, Noatana, man, a longtime Minnesota company, and these marketing representatives love working for Federated. Driving a significant part of your business, they'll talk to you about auto liability. Worried about a cyber attack, you might need data compromise coverage. Your business is unique. You need an insurance carrier who treats it that way. Get in touch with a Federated Insurance Marketing Rep to see how their second-to-none service can help your business thrive. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect yours. You want to stay with something here on the, uh, on the, on the climate? Climate, yes. Uh, I was noting that there's a contest. I'm going to enter. I think I'm eligible. 
guess the ice out date on Lake Minnetonka, and you get a cruise courtesy of Al and Almas. Okay. With you and f- for 15 people. You get the dinner cruise or whatever. You get, to, ha- you get to have your own love boat. Yeah. Wasn't that the, aren't right. they the Vikings? I believe so. I don't know. But that's yeah. not, that wasn't Alan Alma's fault. No. No, 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 no. not at all. No. Uh, guess the ice out date. You could win uh, a very uh, nice prize. Uh, and it, I guess I'd have to. This is on a CARE 11 website. Uh, uh, it says you can enter online here until Monday, April 1st at noon. I'm going to enter. And if I win, I'll I'll take all the guys. How about we'll that? all go out huh? there, huh? We'll all go. We'll all Uber out I'm there. I'm serious. Have ourselves I, one hell of a time. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've done the uh, I've done the Alan Almas thing before. I never have. It's 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 fun. It is really neat. There's still apparently 26.5 inches of ice. Holy moly! Uh, uh, really? Uh, yeah. The average ice out date for Minnetonka is April 14. Mm. Ice out date records. I'm sorry, ice out records date back to 1855. And last year's official ice out declaration on May 5th tied the latest on record, May 5th, 1857. Now, wait a minute. This isn't just for Tim, but for all uh, people who believe uh, that our planet is in peril, I know we can't extract much from 150 years. That's. True. That's, that's dropping the bucket. That's, that's nothing when it comes to the how long the Earth has been spinning in orbit. Right. But I've, I'm fascinated by these ice out dates. They're no different today than they were in 1855. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and again, I'm, I'm I'm willing to admit uh, I'm willing to admit that not much can be gleaned from that. But it's like when I was asking the guy, "How about my lilacs?" And he gave yeah. me this rigmarole about. Well, your lilacs are not native species. Now, the hell they aren't. It's a little dismissive. Of Whatever. You. Anyway, 1855, April 18th. Last year, May 5th. Right. That means when we were doing the garage door opener last year on Pryor Lake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Charlie's on Pryor. That was May 4th. Yes. Minnetonka wasn't ice-free until the next day, the very next day. Wow. Yeah, which would have been a Saturday. What was it in 2012? Because that was a hell of a warm spring, March 21st. Well, now what do they say? Wow. The, what do they say the average is? I thought you said April. April 14th. 14th. And there's still 26. The average inch? ice out date for Minnetonka is April 14th. And I have the. Uh, I went to the Freshwater Society, the uh, and I have the Lake Minnetonka ice out dates for now. For some reason, uh, from 1879 to 1886, no one kept track. They just whatever. I, I don't I know. Saw it yet. Yeah, eighteen seventy four to eighteen seventy six. Nobody kept track. Eighteen sixty four to eighteen seventy two. Nobody kept track. But beginning in eighteen eighty seven, a beat hasn't been missed. Aha! Uh-huh. An ice out date hasn't been missed. <laughs> what happened to the records? I don't know. Eric quit. Yeah, we just oh, didn't replace them. <laughs> we lost them in the fire. <laughs> but what they tell me, and again, I'm, I'm, I understand this. This is much. This isn't much in the way of science. But what this tells me is, not a damn thing has changed since no. 1855. No, nothing. Nothing. And think of all the changes, all the boats that have been on that. Uh, oh, you know the the gas, the the spewing uh, motor boats. But what has changed are more people present on Earth, which stands to reason 
that when nature does act up, more people are going to be affected, affected. which tends to exacerbate the problem of those who want to say, see, our weather is changing, the climate is changing, look at these terrible storms and floods. Yes, they're terrible because more people are affected, but the same damn flood probably happened in 1852. Okay, get the get the coin button ready. Yeah, Brooke. we're, we're I'll let you rule, but I'm going to ask. Well, a wait till the coin bucket's ready. I'll, I'll prepare the scan the I'll, scan of fun. I'll prepare you by saying this might be a dumb question, but I just don't know the I, answer. I'm ready for that. Would an increase in ice fishing? You know, we're, we're, we're more outdoorsy. You know, more trucks and vehicles being on the ice. Would that affect ice outdates because we're doing that more now than we were in in the 1800s? I mean, we're tougher on the ice right now throw to the, break uh, it up. Or? Throw the coin, Jim. Dang it, I thought I had a good one. <laughs> we got you. Think about that, moron. Yep. Uh, Even rookie gets it. Well, here's how I would answer that. I don't think it's germane to the question. The dates haven't changed since 1855. Ooh. They range from, what's the earliest I can find here? 18. It uh, would March have to be, would have to be a March. It would have to be a March. March twenty first was what did you say? Two thousand to twelve. You got a. You finally got a March uh, uh, in nineteen ten. Okay. March twenty seventh. Uh, everything's in April. Everything's in April. Everything's in April. Nineteen forty five. March thirty. Uh, nineteen fifty. May second. Everything's in April. Everything's in April. Nineteen sixty five. That was a flood year. May one. Uh, everything's in April, everything's in April, everything's in April to 1981, March 27. Everything's Still. in April, 1987, March 21st. Everything in April until you get to the year 2000, March 18. Huh. Then we go April all the way to 2012, very warm spring, March 21st. Uh, 2016, March 17, 2017, March 27. And you'd say, look, it's it's... It's getting warmer and warmer and warmer. Last year, May 5th. What was it the years they didn't keep track? <laughs> he started to look at his sheet, folks. He started to look at his sheet. I, I, I think I got I, him. I looked at the sheet. I think I got him on that one. We just want to know what it was the, the years they didn't keep track. That's what we want to know. Now, given this dreadful winter that we're having, I, I'm, I, I love my own little personal ridiculous, uh, it's meaningless, but I, I'll take a photo again of my lilacs when they when I consider them at peak, and it's been May 24th usually. Okay. Right so we'll see what happens, even with last year's uh, mid-April snowstorm. And even though they're not a native species. No, they're not. They're from uh, Ireland or something. I'm, I don't know. I just think of, of Ireland because... Uh, when you went there, you saw a bunch of lilacs. I'd never been to Ireland. Just, but you, you went all the way over to Scotland, and you didn't set foot on Ireland? On, if I ever go back to Europe, that's the only place I'm going, is Ireland. I've not been to Ireland. Okay. Uh, just think, though. 1857, ice out on Minnetonka was May 5th. Wow. 2018, ice out on Lake Minnetonka was May 5th. Man. Isn't that something? That is something. And again, I, I Tim and all others, I, I realize this doesn't prove much, but it does to me. It, it says to me that there's a constant here. It says to me that nature's behaving today pretty much the way it's behaved since 1855. Hmm. Right. Unpredictable. 
That's what it is. Well, this is pretty predictable. What was 91? 1991? The, uh, the big Halloween storm. Uh, 91. Or, what, or maybe that would be 92, the 92 ice out, because that would have followed yeah, the 92. storm. Yeah, 92. April 10th. Okay. Well, that wasn't too late. So mm-hmm. if we still have 26 inches of ice, yeah, we're talking, that's going to be past May 5th, wouldn't you think? I'm going to uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna enter. Uh, I think I'm going to go with May 7th. Don't tell anybody. Well, that's true. I shouldn't. Uh, because then you'll have what if what if a bunch of I'm gonna put June 10th. What if 14 <laughs> other people win, and so that wipes out all I'm the not big crew. Joke and then you got, yeah, you got all the nerds that are like, hey, let's talk about the ice out, and uh, hey, are you guys having a six right, o'clock hey, meeting? We're no, we're gonna work on our computer. <laughs> I, I just think this is a, just a, a blueprint to at least at least suggest that we're okay. The randomness of nature. We're, That's what that suggests I, This to me. is a blueprint that seems to suggest we're all right. No, nothing's changed in terms of the ice going out on the, on the, the most uh, noted recreational lake of the upper Midwest. Nothing has changed. And again, as you said, that's a drop in the bucket for time. Mm -hmm. That's what have we got? 150 years? Well, what's 1855 from uh, 2019? I can't do the math. I'm not allowed to. Uh, That'd be uh, 200. Wait. Yep. 1855. I got it right here. Jesus. 19, carry the 40. What are we doing? Oh, 2019. Jesus. Oh, Chase. 1885. Chase. 164. Us. 134. Dang it. 34. That's, That's all. Okay, less than 150 years, though, regardless. Wait a minute. No, no, no. It's 2019. And subtract 1855. Oh, I went 1885. 60, 100, was I right? You I mean, were right. 164. My apologies. I did that in my head. So, again, that's that's nothing in the cosmic time frame. 164 years. But you would think that if the planet is in such peril, wouldn't there be some some uh, February 28th on here? You, you <laughs> wouldn't would, there you, be you would, some March 1st on here? Yes. What's the, uh, what's the earliest? March 21st? No, what's the earliest I can come up with? There's a March 11 oh. in 1878. Uh, March 11. Remember March 11, Matt. Write down March 11. Uh, I can't find anything earlier than March 11 yet. March 11, that was 1878. Uh, March, uh, March, uh, 18 in 2000. Search in your search, you're not finding anything in early March. So that just the earliest ice out date I can find for Lake Minnetonka is March 11, 1878. That's amazing because that's what I wrote down. Well, I told you to. Oh, got it. I'll enter the contest and hope to win and take all my guys with me. I uh, I think you should bring a camera. When we come back, are we going to have Patrick? All right.
here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Well, the old Varsity Blues case is we've only begun to learn, it's developing today that we learned that such athletic stars as Joe Montana and Phil Mickelson have uh, pulled some possibly mischievous mischievous uh, strings to get their kids into school. But here's the real part that I knew this would be coming. Uh-oh, I, I know what you're going to say. Well, I, I predicted it yesterday. Victimhood? Well, no, but oh. here's a woman in California who's filed the a lawsuit, $500 yes. billion dollar lawsuit. Billion. A $500 billion dollar lawsuit. Because uh, her precious snowflake didn't get into USC? A $500 billion civil lawsuit has been filed in California by a parent in the largest college admission scandal ever pursued by the Department of Justice in U.S. history. Reuters is reporting. Jennifer K. Toy said she believes her son Joshua was not granted admission to some colleges because of some wealthy parents who believe it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, and bribe their child's way into a good college, according to the lawsuit. The single mother said her son had a 4.2 GPA in high school. Toy, a former teacher from Oakland, claims that the defendants in the case defrauded and caused emotional distress to all those to all whose rights to a fair chance at entrance to college were taken away by the alleged scam. I'm not a wealthy person, but even if I were wealthy, I would not have engaged in the heinous and despicable actions of the defendants. I'm outraged and hurt because I feel that my son, my only child, was denied access to college, not because he failed to work hard or study hard enough, but because wealthy individuals felt that it was okay to lie, cheat, steal, and bribe their kids' way into a good school, Toy wrote in the lawsuit. Uh, 45 defendants, including actresses Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin, have been named in the suit, which was filed Wednesday in San Francisco. This is this is just the beginning. Oh, of course this it is. This is amazing. A part of me would wish that this would cause the Academy to blow itself up and have to start over. But again, we touched on this yesterday. Uh, this might cause the Academy to blow up its admissions practices, but I doubt if this will make a dent in the fact that the Academy has failed ideologically. Mm. I don't think it'll make a dent in right. the fact that the, but they might have to blow up their, their admissions process. Well, there's a huge, uh, yeah, there's a gaping hole in the admissions process. If this has happened at USC, Georgetown, or wherever else, we don't know yet. Did I read, too, that the original whistleblower in all of this, uh, the the reason a lot of this information was revealed is because that whistleblower is part of a different uh, case, and so he he or she gave up this information to have a lesser sentence? I don't know that. The scheme was allegedly masterminded by a guy named Rick Singer. All right. Uh It's been called Operation Varsity Blues. Singer's California-based charity raked in $25 million, charging parents to secure their children admission into elite universities, including Stanford, Yale, UCLA, Georgetown, and others, according to prosecutors. On Tuesday of this week, Singer, 58, uh, pleaded guilty in Boston to charges of fraud, racketeering, money laundering, and obstruction of justice. Troy, uh, Toy did not say if any colleges admitted her only child. Her lawyer did not respond to a request for 
comment. This is just the beginning. This is amazing. This is amazing. Five hundred billion. Uh, that led to uh, I got the funniest email I've ever read here. Just a minute, going through my email stack. Joe uh, Bert writes this. I I, I think this is one of the funniest emails right. I've ever come right. across. Joe, I know a guy whose son wanted entrance to Princeton. The lad is a good kid, and he has the whole six pack, but not that plastic thing that holds it together. <laughs> 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 anyway, this guy sought out ways to grease the admis- admission skids. He contacted one of the regents and asked what type of donation it would take to get his goober into Princeton. Upon review of grades and records, the regent said, an international airport. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to cheat, at least get something out of the deal. Bert, isn't that something? Wow. Isn't that something? Georgetown's got a nice endowment, Joe. $1.77 What does the tuition keep going up? What do they do with that? I don't know. I know what they're going to say. Well, we uh, fund scientific endeavors. Yeah, and right. we okay. uh, uh, just a, uh, Ben writes, just a quick uh, thought about the 33 parents who were publicly charged in the college admission scam. Do you think these 33 people are reading the charges and comparing what they paid? Can you imagine someone yelling at their spouse, you paid five mil for Billy to get into Yale and it only cost the Joneses a hundred grand? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be delightful to watch this. It just couldn't happen to a better group of people in these phony no Akam editions. Uh, college administrators. It's just amazing. So, it's just amazing. You know, with, with the uh, with the continually increased rates at which these kids are are being charged to go to school, why not just if you're a university, let's say, just open the floodgates, have it be open enrollment. You want to come here and pay the go, come right in. Mm-hmm. Why even have Why even have academic uh, standards or have or have requirements to get in? You want to pay the bill? If you flunk out, then you're done. Yeah. But if you can make the passing grade, come on in. We'll take your money. Well, I suppose the answer to that would be, you know, physical space. They can't. They can't have an incoming class at UCLA of four thousand people. I right. suppose. Yeah. But you know, if you're a university president, you mean we're going to get ten thousand kids to spend. Sixty grand a year. Let's yeah, but do they, it. They would literally have no place to put them. Or maybe then, then it's an online thing. Because so many kids are doing online, online school. Anytime, just right. Five hundred billion. That is, that is unbelievable. And wow. she said, "What? I'm not Why wealthy." Why not shoot but... for the moon? Yeah, <laughs> settle for settle for fifty million, <laughs> and then you can pay to get your one sole kid into uh, Georgetown. It's amazing. It's just a. It's a, it's amazing. Uh, you know, you heard about the Irish priest. No, he, I, he, was I driving, put... he was driving to New York from uh, Connecticut. Oh, he, he was out east? Yeah, he got stopped speeding oh. uh, for speeding in Connecticut. And the, the trooper smelled alcohol in the priest's breath, and then he saw an empty wine bottle oh, on the floor oh, of the car. This is going to be trouble. terrible, yeah. isn't it? And he said, sir, have you been drinking? Just water, said the priest. Oh, the trooper says, then why do I smell wine? Oh, Chase is good Lord. He's done it again. <laughs> See, boom, the water and a wine. wine. He's done it again. I got a beautiful uh, note from uh, Paul, who is a pilot, and he sent me pictures of the Northern Lights. Oh! Can I finish this? Can I I finish this sentence before you make a funny noise? Yeah. He said he sent pictures. He sent pictures of the Northern Lights over Canada from the cockpit of the 747 that he flies. Ooh. Oh, and they're just nifty. yeah. Even in black and white, I just, can tell they're just neat. nifty, aren't they? Isn't that something? Uh, we got a lot of emails. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Our chef out in Montana, Scott Matura. Yeah. 
Joe, it has become known to Americans these last several months that the heralded recycling society that is America may be in jeopardy. China will no longer accept recycling from us. Quandary. Does no one see the irony here? Recycling is supposed to be about conservation, renewal, and sensibility, is it not? A.K.A. last droppers. How does it make any sense that we bundle up a product, load it onto ships with heavy machinery, hire a crew, and fuel a large gas-guzzling ship, (laughs) and transport this waste to a country literally as far away as we can, only to somehow... Under the auspices of this still largely questionable government with no motivation of benefit to the U.S. or the world, for that matter, trust them to renew this product. Ah. In simpler terms, we send a straw or a plastic bag around the world to make it into a fleece jacket to be sold back here. Hmm. Seems capitalism is alive and well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, And this uh, from John sent a great photo. This is where I live. I've been told to take better care of the environment by people who live here. The first picture is a bucolic scene in rural America where the hay bales are rolled up in the field. And the second is DennisKirk.com. Order today and get it tomorrow. Very cool website, too. Very cool website. Uh, Howard writes, in the categories of now I've heard everything, you can't make it up fast enough, and you're bleeping kidding, right? <laughs> CNN continues to double down and gamble away what little journalistic integrity they have left. I believe they have none. Uh, where CNN is useful is to have a camera at the scene of, God forbid, a tragedy. That's when they're useful. Right. I can see the... I can see the Ethiopia the, crash, yeah, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Other yeah. than that, a dog can learn more smelling a pile of crap than a human can from watching <laughs> CNN. <laughs> CNN isn't the enemy of the people, but its news directors do give the impression that they think the consumers are awfully gullible. Uh, and he's referring to uh, uh, the uh, uh, terrorism. Is uh, they're, they're linking terror- terrorism to uh, uh, climate change. Shootings close to students' global climate strike march. In other words, the shootings in New Zealand, they somehow linked it to the fact that Today, uh, uh, misguided students uh, uh, in the United States are striking uh, their schools to protest uh, climate uh, change. I believe our own Ilhan Omar's uh, daughter, 16-year-old daughter, is leading the charge at one of the schools. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Hi, Pat. Ooh, Carl. Oh, oh Carl. I, this is, this Carl, how did you reach us? By uh, cellular phone. Hi. You have a cell phone? Huh? <laughs> Carl, uh... We we used to talk to you when we were live on the air. I'm surprised you were able to reach us on the podcast. I'm I'm very happy to have you. Well, thank you for taking the call, first time caller. Yes, uh, long time listener. I like that. Uh, but uh, Jesus, it's hard to it's hard to track you people down. Well, it's a My different God. world. Yeah, I I hope you listen to the podcast, uh, Carl. Oh, yeah, that's why I had to get the cellular phone so that they could hook up the uh, applications. I see. So I could uh, 
I'm again, sh- and it's kind of fun to do. Uh-huh. I'm shocked, Carl, that you're that uh, technologically advanced. That uh, it's really actually not that difficult to to contradict myself. You just go to GarageLogic.com, subscribe, and hit play. Right. That's what I did. Uh-huh. But I got it through the Bluetooth in my ears too. I see. Wow. So I never never have a problem anymore. Okay, wait, Carl. Is there anything we can do for you? Well, it's it's St. Patrick's Day. I thought I'd call and give you a little humor. Well, I'd love to hear something. You ever sing an Irish jig? Pardon? Have you ever sung an Irish jig? No, I haven't. Here's one you could sing. It's kind of fun. Tora, Laura, 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 looking for monkeys up in the zoo. And if I had a face like you, I'd join the British Army. That's the worst that's, Irish joke, a jig I've ever heard. That's terrible. Well, it's the worst tenor, you know that. Yeah. Well, you want to hear about, uh, I don't know what you want to hear about, because there's so many, you probably already heard all of them. Well, I'd try me. Uh, an Irish lad walks into a pub and says, I want ten shots of your finest whiskey. The par- bartender lines up the shots, starts pouring them, and the Irishman starts to slam them down. The bartender gets to the final pour, and the man grabs it out of his hand and slams that down, too. Bartender says, wow, I've never seen anybody drink like that. Irishman says, well, you drink like that if you got what I got. And the bartender says, well, what do you got? He says, $7. Well, I never get tired of well, that one. Well, uh... Yeah, Two patties uh, were, were working for the day for public works department, and one would dig the hole, and the other would follow behind him and fill the hole right in. Yep. They worked up and down the streets and one side to the other, and try, somebody saw him and said, Wow, w- couldn't, I can't understand what you're doing. I'm impressed by your effort, he said, but why why you dig the hole, and then he fills it in. And the hole digger wipes his brow and sighs, he says, well, I suppose it looks odd because normally we're a three-person team, but today the lad who plants the trees was called in sick. <laughs> what's, the, what's the difference between God and Bono? What's the difference between God and Bono? An Irishman. I don't know. God doesn't, want, God doesn't wander around Dublin thinking he's Bono. <laughs> Oh, You're on a roll, you, Carl. Carl. You're on a roll. You. Okay. Well. What are you doing Billy for? Stops pe- what are, uh, Matt, what, what shut are, up and let Carl tell the okay. jokes. I was going to try to get some conversation in between. There's no jokes. conversation to be had with Carl. We'll talk at the end. How about that? Okay. okay. Well, Billy stops Patty in Dublin and asks for the quickest way to cork. To cork? Patty says, are you on foot? Or in, in the car. And Billy says, in the car. And Patty says, that's the quickest way. <laughs> you heard about the priest that was stopped and, and uh, the state trooper smelled alcohol on, his, on the priest's breath? I had not. And uh, what the hell? I already forgot the damn joke. Well, he was pulled over. He was and pulled the, over and... Uh, he looked in. He looked in and uh, the... Uh, uh, the trooper said, "Have you been drinking?" And and uh, 
The priest said, oh, no, sure, not a bit. And uh, he said, well, I see an empty wine bottle there in the footwell of your car. And, and the priest said, oh, Chase, he did it again. See? Have you been drinking only water? Yeah. Only water, oh, officer. Only water. Right. See, I blew the joke, not, didn't I? It's not water. I see wine oh, over there. It's not water. I see wine. And then the priest said, oh, Chase, he did it again. Blue paint. <laughs> yeah. It's blue paint. Yeah, that's your telling of the joke is kind of like the Irishman uh Leaning over to his wife after they turn in for the night, he rubbed down her left leg and and then in her inner thigh and then down her right leg, and he stopped. Yep. And she was all fired up. Yep. She was fired and up. He says, "Well, why'd you stop?" And he says, "Cause I found the remote." Yeah. You can even, <laughs> you can even make that into an Irish joke, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just plug in Irish. Are you wearing a green uh, hat right now? No. Uh-huh. Are you? No. <laughs> well, listen. Father Murphy walked into a pub. Okay. He says to the first man he meets, you want to go to heaven? The man says, I do, Father. The priest said, well, stand over there. And they did that going down the row. Want to go to heaven? Stand over there. So then he comes up to Murphy. He says... You want to go to heaven? And Murphy says, of course I do. Wait a minute. No. Hello. Hello. He says, certainly, Father. He says, stand over there. Then Murphy walked up to O'Toole and says, you want to go to heaven? He says, no, I don't. The priest says, well, I don't believe this. You mean to tell me that you don't want to go to heaven when you die? And he said, O'Toole says, oh, I do. I thought you were getting a group together now. <laughs> Here's a good one for you, sushi boy. The Irish Bible seller, salesman, mm-hmm. starts on his first job, and he's got a bit of a, a, stu- a stutter. Uh-huh. So the Bible salesman boss says, here, take these two Bibles, see what you can do. Comes back 10 minutes later, sold them. Gives them 10 Bibles, says, see what you can do. He comes back an hour later and sells all of them. He pulls the whole group together and says, look, at this guy with a stutter just started work here, and he sold 13 Bibles. Tell us how you did it. And the Irish Bible salesman says, well, well, what I do, do, do is I say, do, 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 do you want to buy a, a, a Bible, or do you want me to read it to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Well, you redeemed yourself with that Sold one, a Carl. Lot, then. Yeah. Sell a lot yeah. of Bibles that way, couldn't you? Sure. Sure. Even if you're not, even if you're not got the impediments, you could try to, to, to try it. That's right. I was thinking of you uh, last week, Carl, or the week before during uh, Daylight Savings Time. I'm wondering if you can give us that uh, your famous Daylight Savings Time joke one more time. Maybe you could make somehow make it an Irish uh, joke. Right, the Irish, right, the, please. Maybe they were in an Irish home. Well, he walked, walked into Murphy's room, and old Murphy had his manhood out, and he was putting shoe polish on it. Oh, boy. And they said, no, Murphy. You heard it wrong. They said, turn the clocks back. 
I'll never tire of that joke. Oh, that's that's one of the good Murphy ones. it was. Murphy. It was yeah. Murphy. Murphy, right. that's who it was. Do you have one more for us before I hang up on you? <laughs> well, the Irish cop and the Irish fireman are sitting at the bar saying how tough they are. I'm tougher than you. I dodge bullets, and I'm tougher than you. I dance over flames. Well, the Irish bartender says, uh, both of you, I'm tougher than both of you combined. And they said, come on, you're a bartender. He says, okay. Walks over to the cooler, pulls out a snapping turtle. Yep. He opens up his pants and pulls out his manhood. Yeah, oh, boy. The turtle snaps down right on top of it. Wow. And then he looks the two guys right in the eye. Yep. And then he pokes the turtle in the eyes, and he opens his mouth, and he zips up, and he says, there, any of you guys want to try that? And a little Irishman at the other end of the bar says, well, I will. Just don't poke me in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you're fired up today, aren't you, Carl? Well, I've been drinking whiskey for a while. Okay. (laughs) Will I see you tomorrow? Uh, Where? Well, getting drunk downtown. No, you won't. Well, I got the banjo out. I'm going to sit down there. You know, even if you can't play a banjo, you walk into a bar with a banjo and you don't buy a drink. Someone's buying for you. Is that right? Yeah, and then you can practice for about a half hour tuning up, and then the the crowd changes and don't even have to play. I see. Well, maybe I'll run into you somewhere, Carl. Where? Well, I, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, possibly downtown. Well, tell me a spot. I'll wait. Seventh. Well, I'll fifth. be on uh, Main and Fifth. Oh, wait a minute. I got the cellular phone. You can call me. That's true. I can. Yep. Yeah. Cellular phone. Okay. Well, happy Fourth. St. Patrick's. St. Patrick's Day. Nice of you to call, yeah. Carl. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Thank you, Carl. Wow. Thank you. I think he was a. Uh... I think he was in the a sauce. A little knipper. You have your old song, uh, Hard Out There for an Irish Pimp? Yeah, uh, is that the Irish Pimp song? Yeah, do you have well, it? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's way in the archives. That was the, you know whose idea that was? The former chief offside correspondent's idea. Oh, it was? Yeah. That was off of Irish the, uh, himself. the Grammys. Yeah. Uh, the Grammy TV show. We uh, we kind of we kind of mixed it in a little bit. It was very popular at the time. All right. Thank you very much, and good evening. We hope you have fun tonight. We've got a little ditty that's very popular these days, so please sing with me if you know the lyrics. Ladies and gentlemen, it's very hard out there for a pimp when he's trying to get his money for the rent, for the caddies and all the gas money spent. Well, there's a whole lot of bitches that are jumping ship out there. Yes, very hard out here for a pimp. He's trying to get his money for the rent and for the caddies and all the gas money spent driving around because of all those ladies that are jumping ship. In my eyes, I've seen some crazy things on the streets. Got a couple of hoes working on the changes for me, but I got to keep my game tight like Kobe on game night, like taking a hoe that don't know better. That just ain't right. I don't see people killed and seen people deal. I've seen people live in poverty with no meals. But listen, I've messed up where I live, but that's just how it is. It might be new to you, but it's been like this for years. It's blood, sweat, and tears when it came down to this, and I've been trying to get rich before I leave this here. I've been trying to have things, but it's hard for a pimp. I've been praying, but listen, it's very hard. 
I'll tell you. Very difficult to do. You know how much gas is these days? That's right. But man, you listen up here. Word out, uh, props to all my Irish people out there. Listen up. I've got more where that came from. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now listen, it seems like I'm dodging bullets every day. All these people are hating me because I got hoes on the tray. But I gotta get paid. I gotta stay above the water. I've gotta keep up with my hoes when that stuff gets harder. North Memphis, where I'm from? <laughs> 7th Street, you should see it. Everybody, all there. These girls think we prove things. But you know what? We've got a big head. Maybe they come hopping every night. But you know what? They don't end up being dead. I got a snow bunny. I got them all over. You got to pay the price. That's just the way the game goes. You got to keep it shrimpy pimping. You got to have my hustle right making changes for these things. That's right. Sing on, sweet sister. Oh, that gas money. 2005. Say, DennisKirk.com has more than 160,000 products in stock for you and your motorcycle. Doesn't make any difference what kind of bike you ride. They have it. Free shipping on orders of 89 bucks or more. DennisKirk.com is the best place to get your stuff. When we come back, we're going to come back with Patrick. Hi, Pat. Hello there. I'm down here. I'm down here shedding a tear for the Grifster. Uh, today's connection reminded me of the Grifster. <laughs> yeah, that's the late. Grade. That was one of the old timers. I got a terrible echo, and I also have a click. But outside of that, if you guys can hear me, I'm fine. Yeah, we can hear you just great. Hey, are the Gophers in the tournament? Having beaten yes. Penn State? Yes. yes, they're in the tournament. All right. Uh, they, uh, this is a very generous bracket uh, this year. Uh, I don't think there's enough upsets out there to keep them out. And then Indiana getting beat yesterday. If you're going to take seven Big Ten teams and they want to, the Gophers are definitely the seventh. They are in the tournament, and knowing these uh, wieners, they're probably give Patino an extension because mm-hmm. he made the tournament uh, with a uh, let's say uh, nine and eleven record in the uh, Big Ten, but. Uh, they got a, a really talented player named Amir Coffey who has uh, can disappear rather frequently, but when he's uh, when he's really good, uh, they're pretty good. And uh, he was really good the last 15 minutes last night and won the ball games one. So uh, yeah, they're in the tournament. Uh, they I think they also will avoid. You know, they now have a 68 team bracket, which means they got. Uh, Four games. They got two games in Dayton that are sort of preliminary games every year on Tuesday. Right. I think they've avoided having to play in those two, so they'll, they'll be in the bracket, ten or eleven seats somewhere. Does the tournament start next week? Uh, yes, next uh, next Thursday. All right. The whole, uh, uh, the whole thing uh, kicks off. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday they uh, make their uh, dramatic announcements and then uh, starts Thursday. Pat, I have th- some I have some reports to give you though from down here. All right. The uh, the grandkids are at the ball yard today, and uh, I was down sitting with them, and it's kind of in the lower bowl down there. It's it's pretty hot today and steamy and humid, and there's not much breeze. And 
And the, uh, t- the young lady who will become 10 on, uh, April, in early April and lived the first five years of her life in Florida says to her father, how did we ever survive this? <laughs> really? <laughs> Meaning that he, oh, she has boy. been fully indoctrinated into Minnesota, wow. Minnesota nonsense. How and you get to be survive? our age and you say, why have we always not lived in Florida? <laughs> yes, right. yes, well, she's, uh, she's a hockey player now and all that stuff. But Pat, 13 I, I, days I from shocked. today, Pat, 13 days from today, the Twins That's open at it. home. And, uh, you know, getting rid of the snow on the field won't be a problem. And I guess that rainstorm helped us get rid of a lot of snow. But right. uh, I, I I don't even want anybody to tell me if, if my basement has water in it or not. <laughs> I just hope that sump pump is something like crazy. Mine was working overtime, baby. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yep. Unbelievable. So I want it rain for like two and a half days, right? Yeah, not it wasn't a downpour, but it was enough rain to wreak a lot of havoc, and everything's icy, and uh, it's going to be a while here before you can walk on the sidewalk. Can I give you guys a little baseball advice for this uh, year? If you're uh, if Michael Pineda is pitching and you're tempted to go to the game, mm-hmm. you might want to prepare to be there a while. Okay. Oh, no. This is a very large gentleman. He's about six eight, and he's got away three belts. He's the biggest pitcher I've ever seen, and he's not what one would call a rapid fire worker. All right. Uh you know, he's got no chance with the twenty second clock. I think he's going to walk a guy to start every inning just so he doesn't have to worry about the twenty second clock. Because when there's a man on base, you can take as long as you want to. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, he uh, kind of labored through three and a third today, and man, does he work slow. Oof. This is Baltimore, uh, right? No. Yeah, this is our guy, Michael. Oh, Pitt. our guy. Yes. yes. All right. He's the guy that they paid $2 million to last year while he was recovering from Tommy John surgery so they could have him this year for $8 million. He was having a real good year with the Yankees in 17, and then uh, he popped the elbow and had to have surgery. And uh, they're counting on him to be one of their starters. But lo and behold, are those games going to take a while. So, Pat, what you're saying then is if uh, Michael Pineda starts a game against our old guy, Hector Santiago, you want those okay. tickets that uh, you can drink all you can before the seventh yeah, inning. Yeah, right. Yeah, they got the, they got the Thirsty Wednesday or something like that. So you can go. Uh, you can, you could really get yourself hammered between pitches. <laughs> Man, alive. Pat, we don't have a hockey team. Yeah, they're kind of cashing her in. They're going. Yeah. They're losing out to the Coyotes here. Well, I was watching some of it the other night down here and saying, "Who the hell are these guys? Yeah, what what happened to the other guys? Why did they give Eric Stahl the extension? What what did I miss? I don't know. I mean, he's, there's not much there, is there? I mean, he doesn't. He's, Wily old veteran. But well, man, when you when, when you look at the season stats for the league and you see that Alex Ovechkin has forty six goals as of this moment, you really realize how desperately the Wild do not have a guy. I was going to make that point last night. I, you know, I did a bunch of stuff a couple weeks ago on Tampa right before our boys beat them three nothing. Their last good game they played, right? Yeah, and. Uh, uh, so last night I just looked at uh, the crawl. The, the the Lightning now have 112 points, right? Yes. They got 112 points in the standings. And now they're putting the guys who scored goals. Kucherov, 38. 
Points. I mean, a, a guy named Points, a little guy, darted around 35. Mm-hmm. Stamkos, 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other guy who's like a, a third liner. He, the other guy who scored at 20 last night. Uh, yes, that's uh, yeah, that's the issue. You know, they don't have, and they've never had the guy. They nope. had Gabby for a while, and he got hurt and never became. They've never, you know. Is Gabby still in the league? I think he's finally done. Okay. He was with the I Kings, think. I think. He won oh, a yeah, cup with the Kings. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's had a few, uh, you know, and he had a couple of jobs after that, but I think he's finally done, mm-hmm. you know. Certainly never fulfilled the superstar potential that he had, probably because of injuries. But uh, anyway, it's uh, yeah, you're right. I, I, I took note of that last night as Tampa was rattling off all their goals last night. Say, but they uh, have Joe. They're going to have. There's a real good chance they'll have 300 goals before the Wild have 200. Mm-hmm. They're closing in on 300. The Wild has, I think, got 191, and they're scoring about one a game. So. Uh, that Tampa might uh, get to 300 before they get to 200. Gabby was with Ottawa last year. He is not currently on a roster. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. He's not that old, that would is he? Be, uh, that would be, He's 37. Uh, that would be something that he gets beat out for that last playoff spot by the Arizona Coyotes, who everybody was laughing at the first two months of the year, and now they've played pretty good. You you want to look at a you know we used to play this game with Reavers and Manny called name that senator mm-hmm. from Ottawa right <laughs> the only guy who could name one was Manny and that was Daniel Alfredson who quit playing like four years earlier and, well I, I challenge you to name that coyote too I can't name a coyote <laughs> I only know Kemper because of your tweet the other day I didn't yeah, even yeah, know Dirk Dirk Cooper Dirk Cooper is playing but. Uh, they had some guy scored three goals last night that sounded like he was on a sounded like he might have been the guy who shot the mafia guy in New York a couple of days ago. You know, it was uh, looked like kind of a Serbian bad guy, I think, with about forty two letters in his name. Where do you uh, put the Twins in the tradition laden Central Division this year? Well, you know, Joe. Last year, while we might have, while our Fighting Twins might have gone seventy eight and eighty four. They also finished second by 14 games over the third place team. Mm-hmm. So I got them right back there. I, I think they got a chance to be okay. I got a, they got a, they got a chance to win half. And if you win half in the AL Central, you're in the race, baby. All right. I don't you're, think Cleveland's uh, as good this year, though, Pat. Oh I, no! You see what their outfield is. Yeah, their lineup is really. Greg Allen, mm-hmm. Jonas Martin, and Tyler Naquin. Oof. They got rid of all their outfielders. It, they. They've downsized considerably on their roster, and uh, yeah, they're not going to win this. I mean, they got great starting pitching, but beyond that, I think you're right. All right, Patrick, thank you. You better get back oh, wait, to those I grandkids. Bring up one more thing. Yeah, I bring up one more thing. Reavers. Yes, sir. Are you are you in on my campaign to get the span eligible oh, for farming flame? Absolutely, I am. We'll in. have to talk about that next week. I am, if you're married to a schlepper, you're eligible to play for the farming flames. <laughs> is Denard not on roster? Is he is he a free agent? Not, no, he isn't anymore. He isn't anymore. He's married to the schlepper girl. And somebody said, well, he'll have to establish residency. I said the schleppers established residency in 1885, so they're good, Andre. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that next week. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Say, you know that your daughter's engagement ring is probably bigger than your wife's. That, that's that's not going to work. you got to upgrade her diamond. 
uh, you know what, Moeller Jeweler. Uh, they've been helping guys like us for 67 years. They'll take her original diamond in on trade and provide you with a diamond that'll really knock her socks off every time she looks at it. And if people are doing this and they realize that they should have done it a long time ago, Moeller's staff of registered jewelers, certified gemologists, and certified gemologist appraisers are qualified to show you the difference between a Moeller diamond and all the rest. And if it's price you're worried about, let me put your mind at rest. Moeller's have never lost a sale because of price. And if you don't believe that, go online and look at their reviews. RF Moeller Jeweler, 50th in France in Edina, Ford in Cleveland, St. Paul, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis, or a wonderful website at rfmoller.com. What a great way to take us out. Run and get your pot of gold. We're not done yet. We're not done yet? No. No. Let me just pull that down. Just pull that end down and then... uh, You know that you're four minutes over? I don't care. Okay. No, I was going to tell you that... uh, What's next? Well, I mean, uh, Jeff writes, wondering if I'm related to this fellow, uh, a fellow in Michigan, Hancock, Michigan. He got stuck in a snowbank, and he took out his gun, and he began shooting the snowbank. Uh, same he theory? Wants, he wants to know if that's similar to trying to light the hump on fire. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, I would say that's also Samer theory. Plus, uh, shockingly enough, apparently uh, intoxication was a, was a factor. Well, let me tell you something about intoxication. I bet you could. Uh, I probably could. Okay. Let's uh, let's come back in just a moment, shall we, okay, boys? We can. Okay. dancing? No? Not really. Okay. I just wondered. One of these days, I'll actually remember to turn on my microphone. You're about 50%. Yeah. Say, uh, tell me, I I got a little off track there listening to you and Patrick talk about Denard Spann. What what was that about? Oh, uh, Denard, who is currently a free agent, he was traded to Seattle last year, and I think he is. He, I don't think anybody has signed him yet, and I don't know if anyone is going to sign him. He's at that age where he might just be done playing pro ball. Yeah, his wife uh, is from the farming area. She's a uh, schlepper, which All is right. a huge town baseball family up in the farming area. And what so, farming area? The whole state's a farming. No area. farming. The city of farming. Oh, farming, Minnesota. Yeah, I didn't. I, that's a new city for me. She's uh, she's up there, and right. uh, uh, she's from up there. I believe they met in Florida. She was a uh, she, she she was a resident of, of uh, Tampa area, maybe. Right. Anyway, um, so they got married, and so now Patrick's starting this campaign to get Span to go up and play with the Farming Flames. Oh boy, which that be which fun? would be spectacular. It would it would be a pretty cool story. And so the residency comes into play, but as Pat said, the Schleppers uh, is that the name Schlepper? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Schleppers have uh, been around there since about 1850. But Rookie loves my really great town ball story. So mm-hmm. what's going to be great? Do we have any other Irish jokes we could do because but uh, Denard is third town ball story. I think he's 35 right now. And so when you're 35 or over, you don't have to establish residency. Oh, really? It's for those that are under the age of 35. He is 16 days over 35 so years old. Why don't the Twins give him a look? They, they got is he not much of a player anymore? He he's he could still contribute 
Seems to me every former twin has had a great career. Yeah, Denard has had a pretty good career. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. If what he... about Aaron Hicks? Hicks, what is... a career he's having with the Yankees. And he just signed a seventy million dollar contract. That's right. That's so. fantastic. Wow. Denard has made fifty two million dollars since breaking through with the Twins in two thousand eight. Well, I hope he's got some of it. I, I would imagine he does. Probably. Yeah. He's a, you he... marry a girl from farming. She's going to make sure you hang on to you that. Put money. it away. That's what was right. last year? Eleven million dollars. Yeah, he was with wow. the Giants, and then he was traded to us. Uh, traded to Seattle. Say, don't forget, the gang at uh, Moeller Jewelers will uh, help you. They've been helping people like us, Schlepps, for 67 years, patching things up in the old family homestead, if you know what I mean. R.F. Moeller Jeweler, 50th in France, and Edina, Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul. Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis are on the web at rfmoeller.com. Have a great St. Patrick's Day. GLers. What a way to go out. Wait a minute. Is this deja vu? Yeah. <laughs> you're calling? Are you calling it now? I'm calling okay, now. Okay, you're calling I'm it. I'm calling it now. I'll see. Uh, I'll look for Carl tomorrow somewhere. Yeah, look for Carl. What did you say? On 7th or Main? Wherever Main, it was. I'm going to be on Main and 5th. Happy St. Patty's Day. Be careful. Use Uber and Lyft. Uh, check out garagelogic.com for any podcast that you may have missed. There's a whole bunch that you can listen to. And tell your friends and neighbors, rate us on Apple iTunes. Apple iTunes. We'd love to hear your feedback. And check out the garagelogic.com webpage. That homepage. It's got all sorts of different features for you to enjoy all things Garage Logic. And don't forget Table Talk with Rookie's Family available on Podcast One and Apple iTunes. A new version out this next Monday at 2 a.m. Thanks, Reeves. Thanks, Such. See you next time, garagelogic.com.